Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Well, hello there. This is Megan Hillica. (laughs) Welcome to today's episode. So I said I was going to start stepping into a little bit different space with my work here. And you'll notice more and more of that shift happening over the next couple months. I really don't fully know how this will shift or change, but I feel more convicted that this is a right shift for me. And I'm sharing more about my life and about motherhood topics of any kind and not just focused on grief. Um, I'm imagining this podcast to be a motherhood podcast where we don't shy away from the difficult conversations like child loss, grief, and others. But I also get to talk about all the things that excite me. Um, I am like super interested in so many things. And one of my friends told me, that's more like you anyways. Like I'm so interested in thousands of topics. I love to learn. And I get really excited about a lot of subjects. So I'll start sharing those things on here with you, the things I learn, the things I'm learning, um, all of those kind of things. Before I dive into today's topic of my top takeaways of a business conference I attended last week, I want to share a little win from a mom I worked with. I talked about this mom before um, on this podcast. I mentioned her story that I worked with um, this mom. She had a word that was triggering for her and she just sent me a message saying this. I love how my brain works. Many times I've wondered how long will this word fix stick? And I'm pleasantly surprised it's still sticking. So she's kind of been wondering if it will reaffect her again down later down the road. Like if there's been something that's been traumatic or troubling or triggering, um, this is kind of normal to wonder like, okay, how long will this last? Is it going to affect me again? And she's happy to notice that it's not affecting her. It's, it's still sticking. This work that we did is still working. And here's the beautiful thing about trauma is once a particular trauma is cleared, it no longer affects you. It doesn't mean that something couldn't cause trauma in the future, but this particular trauma or event or thing that has been like, even if it's been lifelong trauma, it no longer affects you because it's cleared and it's no longer there. So I have no doubt that this word fix will stick for her because the energy is gone from that word. Um, The only thing that would be is like if something changes about it, it would be because of a new experience that created a trigger for that word. But that's highly unlikely because the energy is gone from that word. So it wouldn't be from something in the past that we are already cleared. It it could happen from something that we experience in the future that would cause that again. But I just want to share that with you. I love sharing these things with you because I hope in it you hear hope and excitement for yourself and possibility that what you've been dealing with whether it's anxiety or trauma 
it is not something you have to continue to live with forever. So I went to a business conference this past weekend. This was my second conference kind of like this. And I also went to a really small intimate retreat at one point, but (laughs) at this conference, there was about 900 people at it and it was quite large. And I went there kind of like with an intention of, I really don't know what I need from this conference. I don't know where I'm going to my business right now. Um, I'm a little unsure what my next steps are, but I'm just going to be open to whatever comes to me and whatever I learn, whatever takeaways I have. I had no agenda, no goals. I was just like, I'm just going to go here and let whatever I need to hear come to me. And it was so amazing. This conference, so I said I've been there before to some, but I've never been to a conference that incorporated so much of what I find useful um, that I can learn all the strategies. I can learn all the things. I can do all the doing. But the most important work I'll ever do is the work I do on myself. So we did a lot of meditations and mindset stuff and working through blocks and beliefs like fear, anxiety, stress, overwhelm, beliefs about the way things are. All these are bigger roadblocks than anything else, bigger than any strategy you could ever learn or bigger than any sort of process you could learn it's that is what's underneath it all and it's amazing what shifting things inside your mind or your perspective can do for then being able to take the actions needed to grow a business so I'm just going to share kind of a few things I've learned Um, and the first one is finding people who you can relate to in your same situation or similar or whatever I went to this conference with a friend who we've really only gotten to know each other at a business retreat I'd put together a while ago. And we decided to go together and it was so amazing. We both have eight kids. We're both doing online businesses. We both have big dreams and we both value our family and our faith and want to put those first. It's just so amazing to talk with other people who are in similar situations, even though in almost everything, me and this friend were complete opposites which is so funny. And that's what I love about having friends who are different than you is you get a different perspective. But it just brought home to me how much community matters. Having people in your life who support you, encourage you, and you can talk about things with. Um, So in this business conference type setting, it was just really fun to be able to talk about things that are like normal in my life. Like Most places I go, if I were to start talking about EPL and conversion rates and CPL and funnels and landing pages and sales pages and launches and launch vehicle and all sorts of the jargon that I've learned since starting a business online, most people would give me the side eye. I don't know, maybe you get it all, but most people generally don't know that stuff because you don't need to know it unless you're doing an online business. And so it's so, so fun to be able to talk about these things because it's a huge part of what I've been learning for the past few years. Like right now, what you are hearing is the podcast and what goes into creating the podcast is a whole nother process, a whole nother learning, a whole nother level of executing and learning and coming up with ideas and creating the episodes and recording the episodes and getting them put together and it's just like there's so much more to it than what you hear right now as I'm talking so 
going to this event as well that was for digital course creators and online coaches, you feel a little bit less weird. Most people have a podcast there and the people there were super friendly and kind. And so I thought that was really fun to just be able to kind of step into that world for a little while just because I don't really have many people in my world um, that do that. Um, One of the biggest takeaways was realizing that I'm like (laughs) the biggest one holding me back. I realized that I was the only one holding me back. Yes, I have seven living seven living kids to care for. Yes, I homeschool my kids. Yes, now we have a house to take care of and all the things. But it was me realizing, like asking this question, how can I get creative to help people this way in the way that I love so much? And I seriously can't believe I get to do this work. It's absolutely incredible. But also, I want to be intentional that my family doesn't suffer or go last. Like, how do I do them together? How do I, um, how do I, you know, learn to give myself that permission <coughs> to do my work? Like, a lot of times it's always like, okay, what does Justin do? Um, and then, you know, most people don't even ask what I do because um, it's assumed that I don't do anything. But in the past, I've been like, you know, oh, I just do this little thing and. Now I'm like, you know what? This is my business. This is my work. This is my passion. I love doing it. I'm so excited about it. And this is what I do. And it's amazing. And so um, just really letting myself step into that. Like in one way, it's getting a babysitter. So that I have, like right now, I have my babysitter is babysitting. And it is so incredible to be able to work all day, do sessions, and I'm not one bit concerned about what's going on inside, if the house is falling apart. Um, so that's been really huge. Um, at the event, I joined a business coaching program, and I like how I processed it. I was very excited to join right away, but I wanted to process it first. And then I remembered that my friend was telling me about my human design. I don't know if you know human design. I don't really know much about it, but, um, I know what I am and then a little bit. So she had said this, my human design way is um, I have to process the emotion first and then make a decision after I process the emotion. But like my husband, who's a different one, is like he goes with his immediate gut reaction. And for me, I have to process it. I have to get out the emotions. I'm a bit more emotional to process and I can't see clearly until I process them all. And so I processed them and it felt good to chat with my friend about this and work through it with her. And then when I made a decision to join and I checked in with my husband, Justin, I said, asked him, do you have any objection to me joining? This is what I'm planning to do. And his only response was, you're the boss. (laughs) And I totally realized that um, I really am the only one holding me back. And I have the full support of my husband And even if I didn't, like I have this vision and this dream and I do believe that we can figure that out. So I have this idea in like how I, how I've been trying to like put them together is my family is first and then I can work around that on my business and this work I love so much. But this doesn't mean 
that I have to sacrifice everything of myself first and then find time for my business in the fumes because that's how it's been for a while. Like all day I'm trying to figure out how to record this podcast or how to post this post on Instagram or oh I need to reply to that email or I need to send out this email and I'm constantly interrupted by kids or noise or whatever and I can get really frustrated because I'm trying to like be present with my kids but I also want to do this stuff that I never have the time for and it's none of my kids fault so I don't want to take it out on them and I realize that it's just me deciding to take the time that I'm going to hire a babysitter for two days a week to fully be present in my business and then when I'm not in my business I'm at home um So at the event, I decided that I was going to get a babysitter two days a week. And I was a little unsure how that would work out because I didn't know who was looking for a babysitting job two days a week. I didn't even know who to ask, all these things. But I ended up asking someone, even like I had this thought at the event, I need to figure this out before I get home because like if I'm serious about it, I just want to take that step. Um, But I asked someone and she's currently babysitting right now and it's amazing I can work I can be fully present with what I'm doing and know that the kids are being taken care of in my own home I know my house isn't falling apart while I'm gone because I give her extra tasks to do that I would do if I were home um this is just kind of a side note because this is like a struggle that I've had maybe if you've tried to do something else and in in tandem or extra to what's going on at home Um, I have felt like I was being punished if I worked because if I put some time into work or anything else that isn't maintaining my home, um, then I'm not doing those things in my house that keep it running smoothly and effectively. So when I can have her do some of those tasks, then I have more space when I get home. And something that came up in this business conference was this weird thing that I realized I'm terrified of success. (laughs) What a weird concept, huh? I used to think that it was so weird that anyone would be terrified of success because who wouldn't want success? I was like, what in the world? That's certainly not mine. But we did a, a task together as a group. And as I was trying to accomplish this task and everyone else was sharing about how they were so determined to do this task and they wanted to do it so bad, I realized I was terrified. Um, Every time I tried to do the task, my heart was pounding. And I was so scared to succeed. And as I thought about it, I realized that one of the most special and important things to me in my life are my friends, my family, the connections and loved ones I have in my life. And I'm so grateful for all the people in my life. And I realized that I had this fear that if I succeeded... These people would not like me anymore. Or if I had a lot of money that I would change or somehow, you know, I would be different from them. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but I realized and what I do believe is true is that money doesn't change you. It just amplifies who you already are. And I already know that Justin and I have big dreams of things that we want to do and create to help others. And so I know this is a part of who I am, being generous and kind with money. And so in this realization, it clicked more that no matter how much money I ever make or how much we ever have, it doesn't change who I really am. And so um, 
the, the fear of success is just really useless because it's not true. Another realization I had, and I believe that rapid resolution therapy can help this along so much quicker, but we did a meditation. Not so much quicker, but it's just like another tool to use. Um, we did a meditation. At the end of the meditation, the guide of it said that open your eyes like you're opening them for the very first time. And I realized that all I have to do is close my eyes and open them and I can have a fresh slate. All the stories of my past, especially surrounding business, those are gone. And I get to start with a whole new set of eyes, create a whole different story and path. I know it seems super simplistic, but it felt really great. And I can feel myself even now picking a different story and choosing to act differently than I have before. And in some ways it's freeing, in some ways terrifying, because when you do something different, fear is going to come up because it's unknown. But something I just kind of thought about when I was thinking about, like, you know, when there's a problem or you're seeing A and B of the problem, if you can just close your eyes and open them and pretend like you're seeing the problem for the first time, suddenly there might be a different solution. So you're so focused on seeing A and B. These are the solutions, A or B, A or B. But maybe if you close your eyes and you open it and pretend like you've never seen this before and you're just getting curious about it, it's a new thing. And then suddenly it's like, oh, there's C and D and E and F and <laughs> all these other solutions that you couldn't see before. So that I thought was really interesting. Um, a few thoughts that I've known before, but that came to me again at this conference was to ask better questions instead of asking, why is this happening to me? Ask something like, how can I learn from this? Or what am I missing? Or what do I need to know? Or what can I do about this? The unconscious mind will always answer your questions. So when you're asking questions that don't have value, it's going to answer with pain and suffering and things that don't have value. But when you start asking better questions, you'll be surprised at what comes to your mind to do and how you start to see ways around the roadblocks. Okay, so I think this is my last one is to expect problems. I was just thinking about how as humans, or maybe I should say this is how I used to think and maybe sometimes still do, that anytime there was a problem or anything time something wasn't going amazing or there's a you know, a, a hiccup or something wasn't going the way I wanted to, I'd wonder why is this happening? Why does life have to be so hard? Why do I have so many problems? And my mentor at this business conference told his team before the event, he said, okay, everyone, there's going to be problems. Let's expect them and let's have fun solving them and have fun while dealing with problems. And I thought, like, Interestingly, this can be applied to all of our lives. We all have problems, every single one of us. Not one of us get out of here without problems, without struggles. This is just a fact of life. So how can we work with the problem? How can we find fun of it, fun in it? How can we, instead of wondering why is this happening to me or getting angry that the problem exists in the first place, what if we can realize problems are a fact of life? And then we get to see how we deal with them then. 
So that is the things I learned from the business conference that I just attended. I hope you found something useful and you can even apply it to your life, whatever that looks like right now. I just want to let you know I'm hosting a free call for anxious moms and I really want you to come to it. I think it will be amazing and beneficial for you, especially if you're exhausted or feel like you don't have enough time to deal with this anxiety because you're always overwhelmed and in survival mode. If that's you, then this is especially for you. So come register now by going to getridofanxietyforgood.com and I'll see you there and I'll meet you back here on this podcast next week. Take care. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Grieving Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com.